Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rooms, a collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Now, here are your hosts, Jennifer Williams and Shauna Gulbrand. Welcome! Yay! Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose. The first of 25 years. (laughs) That's a huge commitment! (laughs) Huge commitment, but I'm I'm willing to think about it. Yeah, that's how much I love you. That's how much I love you, too. 25 years, that's like a whole lifetime. That doesn't matter, we don't need to. We're both a little on the nervous side, (laughs) it being our very first one. And I need to remind myself to look at the camera as well, right? Because no, no, nope. we don't have to. Nah. What if we want to Every talk to those in a people while. out there? Yeah, then we can. The Every people that are watching us and listening to us. Hi. We can <laughs> yeah, see Yeah, every ourselves. once in a while. We can just. All right. So this is our new show, our new podcast. Yep. I am super, yep. super, super excited about this. Yeah, me too. This new venture. This, I'm excited to sit here and have conversations with you mm-hmm. about things that are important to both of us. Yes. And awareness and bringing awareness to these different topics. Like to get, like I, I think I know that it will get me thinking. Mm-hmm. I know it will get you thinking just based on our past experience. And right. then to get everyone thinking. I mean, thinking, feeling. I was going to say. Feeling. Let me, feeling. So I'm going to interject for a second here. Yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm starting to feel that feel. shift myself and yeah. even the vocabulary that I use. And instead of thinking about it, I think I'm I'm gonna feel into this yeah. and see where it takes me. Right. So which we'll sometimes be, we'll be creates, promoting that too. Yeah, feeling which creates a little. I mean, it's like getting in touch with your actual mind, which is all over your body, versus just the brain. Right. We'll talk a lot about that. Oh yeah, stuff. we have yeah. we have lists of topics that we're going to get to and we're just going to take it as it comes but today is our intro yeah today's our intro and we're going to be talking a little bit about ourselves and and what our um our hopes are for this podcast and how we came up with the name which is really interesting lavender rose actually shauna well we sat down one day yeah and we were like, let's brainstorm. What do we like? What represents? What kind of represents us? But is also, like, you know, you might be curious a about beat, yeah, something a unusual beat. that you go, hmm, where did they come up with that name? Yeah, and so we were talking, and there is a Prince song that I. It's not my favorite Prince song by any means, but I love the name of it. So I said to Jennifer, let me just throw this out there to you, because it's so unusual. Mm-hmm. Elephants and flowers. Elephants and flowers. I've not. I had never heard it. So we started to play on that. Like, yeah. okay, well, what is it that we like? Yeah. And how can we keep it that it's it's it makes one pause for a moment and think, well, what's that podcast yeah. all about? Right. So hawks are animal totems. Yeah. Jennifer and I both have hawk as a spirit animal, so we knew that. That, that was that, that was easy. That almost. needed to be yeah. that needed to be in the name for sure. And it's been for a long time for both of us. Yeah, the hawk is always like a always present. Yeah, yeah, always present. And I I do really love seeing them, and we hear them so much. In fact, sometimes David will say to me, "He's calling you," and I can hear him up yeah. in the sky. 
I just recently had, like, I have one in my backyard now. So, you know, not right in my backyard, but the vicinity. Right. And I can hear. And sometimes I'll see, you know, like sometimes the little birds, they taunt it or they learn oh, from no. it. They, they do something with it. I see the smaller birds and oftentimes crows chasing it because it wants to come eat their babies. It wants to eat their eggs. Oh. It wants to invade the nest. So they're protecting. Right. And I can see them all dive bombing the hawk. And the yeah. hawk is just like... Hey. Screw you. I'm just I'm, a hawk. I'm a graceful, majestic <laughs> being. Yeah. Spirit messenger or messenger mm. of spirit. Um, I like to see, I like to call on hawk when I need to view my situation from a different perspective, getting a, a bird's eye view, if you will. Mm-hmm. Or a wider perspective. Wider perspective. Yeah. Mine's like a reminder. I'm like, oh yeah, thanks. It's like... Puts you right from me, puts me right back in my body. Mayan reminds me all the time. Yeah. It's like a constant reminder. Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. Like present moment. It, bring, it brings me back to the present moment. It's beautiful. Yeah. So Hawks, that was, we knew that. Yep. Hawks then, is definitely part of it. And then flowers, we were like, well, we were kind of thinking of what could we come up with next. Chrysanthemum. We were thinking of crystal, like a gemstone thing. Yeah, we were thinking of a a stone. A flower. So we started looking up what different flowers mean. Mm -hmm. And do you have the definition? I don't have the, well, I have part of what I looked up. And do you mind if I read this? No, but I mean, we came to roses, right? Because we knew that roses had a lot of different colors and that each colored rose had a different meaning mm-hmm. and so we had our mission in mind and so we were, we were kind of trying to match it to the mission of like love and truth and consciousness and and one word that we loved about lavender rose and I don't know if it's in what you're going to read was enchantment I do remember that yeah. word I don't know if it's in here but I'm going to read this anyway and I do remember that and I think that was like the that was the tipping point for us. We were like, yep, this is it. It's enchanting. Harmoniously enchanting. Yes. Okay. Lavender roses uh, also share some of the symbolism of the fabled blue rose. Because blue roses do not occur naturally, they have come to represent the mysterious and the unattainable. The goal of discovering the first blue rose has ignited many imaginations. While the quest for truly blue roses continues, Many of the meanings associated with them have become tied to its nearest existing relative, the lavender rose. Thus, lavender roses can also represent wonder and impossibility with a sense of the magical. Mm. As a way, lost it, as a way to express our most sincere love and appreciation, the appeal of the lavender rose is undeniable. They can be the perfect choice for those wishing to make an impact with the unique and extraordinary flower. We're looking to make an impact. Unique. A unique impact. About the mystery. The things that you just talked about, the mystery and Mm -hmm. the magic. Yeah. With a wealth of symbolism that they possess, they can also be used to convey any number of deeply meaningful messages, which is what what, what we want to do. We want to bring meaningful messages. Throughout the history of roses, the lavender rose has stood out as one of the most remarkable and engaging varieties available. Receiving a bouquet of lavender roses can make for an unforgettable experience. Mm. And I think, well, that's 
something else, right? Unforgettable experiences for, for listeners or the viewers. Like, yeah. wow, that was the best podcast ever. Well, and inspiring people to explore what that means in their own lives. Right. How do you create those experiences? So this will soon be the tapestry that we designed ourselves mm -hmm. that says hawks and lavender rose and there's a hawk feather. It's beautiful. Yeah. We're waiting for it to ship. To arrive. Hopefully yeah. in the next six to eight months we'll have it. Um, but this is, in the meantime, we wanted to put something up and how appropriate, right? Lavender roses. we got some butterflies for transformation, which is also equally beautiful. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. So why don't we tell everyone a little bit about ourselves? Would oh you like boy. to begin? No. You want me to start? <laughs> I do. Okay. <laughs> and this is I what I love what about Jennifer. About I don't know anything. <laughs> okay, so my name is Shauna Gulbrand. I am a certified life coach and I specialize in self-awareness. I like to or I, I'm really passionate about walking with or guiding my clients through their journey of self-discovery and becoming more conscious, more aware of themselves. I look at myself as an advocate for conscious living. Um, I also run the Speaker Sisterhood of Salem, New Hampshire. Speaker Sisterhood is a, um, it's a club, it's a speaking club for women. Wow, I'm finding myself really nervous right now. Well, yeah, because it's like, who am I? Who I am, am I, really? I am stardust. I am yeah, a no. magical being. You're doing great. From the You're universe. doing great. Okay, so self-awareness coach. Yoga uh, teacher. I also teach yoga. I teach four classes a week. I do some integrated energy therapy work. And I love to speak. I love to be in front of a group of people. I love to sit and talk with Jennifer. So I knew that this was the right next step for me. This, even though I might be a little nervous right now, feels very natural because I love to talk. And it's interesting because sometimes I'm talking so much at the beginning of a yoga class, I have to remind myself that I need to stop talking mm -hmm. and actually... We and need actually, to get you guys to move your body. I'll just sit here for the entire hour and talk right. with you. Um, I've been married for almost 31 years. Oh. I have a lovely husband, David. I have two sons. Tyler is 26. Preston is 20. And we have two cats and a dog. May. Wow. McGee. And Jackson. And Jackson. <laughs> wow. I completely forgot their names. That's so embarrassing. You didn't so, forget your kids' names. Though. No. That's good. No. Thank God. You're Even though good. sometimes when they're in front of me, I call them the oh, names. Oh, yeah. But I think that just goes with part of being a parent. Yep, Lucy is my daughter, right? Is she's in cross country, and every day I call it either track, mostly track, and then I actually called it soccer. What are you doing that running thing? <laughs> Whatever you're doing, I'm proud of you. <laughs> so I understand. <laughs> that's a good one. That's that is you. It well, is that's me. what you do. That's what you. Yes. I like to work one-on-one -on -one with clients. I also love to work with groups of individuals. And and I love public speaking. I love facilitating groups. I think that's why I love Speaker Sisterhood so much is because I, I have that opportunity to create a container for people to learn and grow in. And I really am passionate about that. I love creating um, anything like that. The whole idea of bringing together 
ideas for a workshop or an event. Like I love that. I love the research part of it. I love creating the flow or the structure of something. That's where I really, that's like my wheelhouse. It's where I really settle into feeling like, oh yeah, this is exactly what I was meant to do. Creativity. Yeah, it's interesting because I was just having this conversation with David. No, with my son Tyler, actually, that I don't feel creative through art. And that has always been a little bit of a challenge, a big challenge. I'm not going to lie. It's been a big challenge. And I'm trying to embrace it a little bit more. It's just to allow myself to get more creative with art and not judge myself. And that'll come. Mm-hmm. But I do like creativity well, but I, for sure. I mean, maybe that's just like a shift in the way you're thinking because what you do is an art. Yeah. I think that's what I like. I mean... Because I, I feel like I can get a lot out through art, through yeah. movement, right? But I, I judge myself You're too talking much. about, like, painting trees and shit like that, right? Yeah, don't put a paintbrush in my hand. No, I'll but everything is art, right? like this, I feel like this whole existence is, like, even science is art, you know, in a way. It's like, Absolutely. it's just how you structure things. So creativity is just all forms of what makes you feel or how, what brings out the passion that's Creativity. Right. That is art. Yes. I like to look at everything as art. Now. In my life. I don't know. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Jennifer. And about your, how you see the world through uh, the eyes of an artist. (laughs) Of an art. I just feel like everything is art. Um, Only because it's like art. It's it's constant creativity. And I feel like that's kind of what we are as humans is like constant creativity on this path of consciousness and awareness because it's constantly evolving. Um, a little bit about me. Um, hmm. Where to begin? There's only 40 years worth of content. <laughs> let's see. I, uh, so let's, I'll just start from, God, age seven? No, I'm only kidding. I won't start there. <laughs> that is when I, I started to, to realize that I had this, you know, kind of, keen awareness of things that was different from most of the people in my life and I will say that that's actually probably the point it was like between five and seven where there was like this inner guidance I don't know this inner compass that led me along my path to to find deeper meanings really that I mean it's all within I think everything has always led me back to myself my heart um and so it brought me to like even going to school, like I have my bachelor's degree in interior design. And so that opened up actual artistic creativity for me that I never knew existed. And even though I never really used it professionally, I use it all the time right. in every aspect of my life. And, and even just like the metaphor for interior design, like I've been designing my interior for a very long time. You take that in a lot of ways. Yeah, I gotta to write that down. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Um, so that just opened up my mind. That really like expanded my consciousness actually. And, and even into the thought that I am designing my interior, which is kind of like a Jungian, Jungian concept, but the mansion, right? Like that we have this mansion within us. I'm not going to get too out there right now, but it's just like when I started, (laughs) all the rooms inside of us that need to be explored, you know, the depths of our being and everything exists. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that started the deeper exploration. And then 
I was led to Reiki. I, you know, became a Reiki master pretty shortly after college. I took two years and trained with an awesome teacher. And I loved that. And I, around that same time, I started doing, practicing yoga to heal my body. I was a Reiki and the yoga to heal my body for some pain that I had had. And then also emotionally things that I was starting to process in a different way. Um, so the yoga, the Reiki. And when I started to practice yoga, I was in a mindset for a really long time that everything I loved, I had to teach. So I became a, te- a yoga teacher. And then I don't know why I started, well, I mean, I do know why I started to love massage. I wanted to work with people in a, a different capacity. I wanted to be able to touch people. My mind sometimes <laughs> just goes to dirty places, but I mean that therapeutically. Yeah, and everyone who was I, listening went there too. I want to be able to touch people's hearts, all right? Jeez. Uh, so, but it was important for me to be able to to be licensed to touch because Reiki wasn't enough because it's it, Reiki. If you don't know, it's an energy technique, and that's usually done if you're only um, certified a certified Reiki practitioner. You have to legally keep your hands off of the person, and I just felt a different connection because of like the yoga. There was meditation. I became a meditation teacher in there too. And then the massage started to become important because I did want to be able to touch people because that's very therapeutic and it was just seemed part of the path like with everything else that I was doing. So then I um, went to school for massage. Oh, and somewhere in between there, I did my graduate degree for natural health, um, um, naturopathy and natural health, holistic wellness, like that whole kind of genre. I think my degree was in holistic wellness and... So that opened my eyes even to like, you know, earth consciousness mm-hmm. of how to live just lightly on the earth and to nurture things and take care of things, look at everything from a holistic perspective. So instead of breaking down parts of the body or, you know, like set a lot of doctors where we see that a lot in the medical field, there are specialists for everything. And naturopathy taught me that you need to look thing, at things holistically. And so doesn't Reiki, and so doesn't yoga, and massage, all that. So it just it all blended very well together. And actually, if I'm going to keep going on this, I, I, was, I started my PhD. And I almost finished my PhD. I was on my thesis, and the school closed. What? Yeah. I don't know if I, I ever know. told you that. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I was. I did all my coursework, and the last thing is like your the, your dissertation. Yeah, right. And I had my topic. I st- I started my research and everything for it, and I had to like create a whole thing around that. And the school closed, and I spent a lot of time. We had the option of transferring credits to another school to complete it, but it would have taken a little more work. And I sat with that and meditated on it for a while and realized that I didn't need to be a doctor. You know, my ego desired that, especially because of the work I put in. But ultimately, I didn't need that title. And I'm I'm really glad I didn't because I like humble. So that, yeah, I needed to be humbled. I forced myself to be humbled. And that's been pretty important on my journey. Yeah. Um, so now I own uh, Joy Wellness, which is a 
yoga and wellness studio in Salem, New Hampshire. And I enjoy running a business. I enjoy being a business owner more than I really like doing any of the work. I opened it and I did all the work in the studio, the yoga, the massage, the Reiki, the meditation, the yoga teacher training. And while I still do like some of that, I mostly like to run the business and be creative. I find that if when I step out of being immersed in doing everything, I can be more creative. Mm -hmm. So there's more of like an alchemy and we call ourselves joy alchemists mm -hmm. there. Yeah, I've recently adopted that new word, alchemy. That's not a new word, but I, it's using becoming, it. Yeah, it's becoming more regular in yeah. my vocabulary, which is great. It's a great word. It is. Because everything is alchemy. It's like everything in like pathways, the stuff mm -hmm. that we've learned is like taking two things and combining Mix, them yeah. and knowing you can live with all of it. Yep. And then there's like this blossoming that happens from right. that. Exactly. I love it. That's what I love most. Yeah. So that's a little bit. It's interesting, as you said you were seven when you really yeah, started. Yeah, somewhere around there. I refer to myself as a late bloomer because I don't remember being aware at all when I was a kid. I don't, I don't have any reflections of any of that. I do know what I really enjoyed doing when I was a kid. And then life took me in a direction, so I worked at the Cambridge Hospital for almost 26 years. That gave me the opportunity to do a lot, to buy a home, to raise two children, to have a, a, a very uh, constant and regular paycheck coming in. And then I, while I was there, the idea of becoming a coach started to make itself known. I would, wherever I was, I'm like, oh, a coach, what is that all about? And when I think back, People have always gravitated toward me to dump, mm. which is fine, you know, but it's interesting. That conjures up an interesting Yeah, image. right? So here I am in my 40s realizing that I have a whole life and that I can do things. So let me look into this. And I've never, like I've taken a couple of college courses here and there, but I've never been enrolled in college. I've ne I never had that traditional sort of education yeah. outside of high school so I enrolled in coaching school and that was incredible I went to the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching otherwise known as IPEC met some truly amazing people but it was around 2009 that I started to look at things differently I think I was 41 42 around that age where I started to open up and, and and consider other options. I've always had that scientific sort of mind. I absolutely have my inner geek, my inner engineer, which I love. I love the science channel. But then I started questioning things and that's when the awareness, all the awarenesses started and I, and it's just been nonstop. So I enrolled in the coaching and I got the tools necessary to guide someone through a coaching session and, and even beyond that did my yoga teacher training, and then Jennifer introduced me to Pathways Institute, which you're probably going to be hearing me talk a lot about because I've been with them now for two years. I've done extensive work with them, and the whole idea of consciousness just exploded even more. When I was a kid, there was never even an idea of an animal 
totem, you know, spirit animal. Like, what the what? I would look at you like you were crazy if you said that to me when I was a kid. So that said, I don't like when I when I say to myself, oh, my late bloomer, I do feel that sense of you could have been doing so much more with your life before this, Shauna. And that's okay. I'm going to hold that tension. So here we go. Holding that I should have been doing more with my life. And then holding the idea of my life is unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to. And exactly where I'm supposed to be doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. And from that birth, something beautiful like this podcast. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. And I'm all about consciousness. So it, well, I'm sure we're going to be talking about language that right. we use. Yeah. It's interesting because I've been looking at Audacity's tutorials, and there's a whole language around just, you know, recording and mixing and voiceovers yeah. and all that. So I'm like, wow, I have to learn a new vocabulary. But we interchange awareness and consciousness. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah, but, like, now I, you just said that, so I'm, I can also separate the two. But they, oh, right. they're also interchangeable yeah. in a lot of ways, yeah. I mean, I call myself a self-awareness coach, but there is a part of me that wants to start using the title of consciousness coach. Mm. And yeah, then that, there's a whole thing with titles. Right. Because well, you're like, what the fuck does it even mean? Yeah. I and mean, do I really need a title? Well, yeah, I know. that. Yes. And that's something I've struggled with the as well. The origination of my business card was so tacky because I was like, I want everyone to know everything I do because yeah. it's so cool right. and whatever. Like, and then I was like, mm, I don't even want to talk to anyone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was at, um, so I, I like to go see when I can medium Lauren rainbow and we were in a session and a loved one from spirit had come through. And she kept talking about that song, A Horse With No Name, A Horse With No Name. Well, to nutshell it, it's because I was trying to find something to title myself and to describe everything that I do. And what I took from that session was forget about the name. I remember when you were like going through that. That's right. Yeah. It was around the time that I started yeah. coming to Joy. So I've kind of just... Because you're Let like, I go. do all these things, but how do you put that into one name right. that's actually going to get across to a potential client for them to even understand? It's kind of like, yeah. And here's where the language comes in. Yeah. Because when I mention consciousness to my son, Tyler, he's like, what in the hell are you talking about? Right. Like, he sees consciousness from a very scientific perspective. Which is fine. I, I yeah. have nothing wrong with that. Right. So that's why I'm saying... So when I'm around him, I would use awareness, awareness instead yeah. of consciousness. Yeah. To me, it's one in the same thing. But I mean, our consciousness, it is one in the same thing because they can both be, we, we have them. It's some, well, consciousness, I guess, being human, we are, we're sentient beings, so we're born with consciousness. And then, so you kind of have to become aware of consciousness and that's when they become interchangeable in a way. Okay. I'm with you on, because that's exactly what's happened. Okay. Yeah. That's what I have experienced. And then they both expand. Yes. Over time. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, no, I guess it is really two separate things. You think so? Because you have to be aware or can your consciousness expand without awareness? 
to some degree it does because we mature and we grow like naturally biologically hopefully all of us are doing that no well i mean even just like becoming going from baby to an adult like you naturally your brain expands a little bit right some people are unaware of that and they just think like this is life right one step at a time and then there are some people that are, are aware of consciousness and then consciously work on expanding that because we feel like there's more to learn about this world. Amen. Perfect. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And that's how we work together. And Right. And that's that I believe for myself, speaking for myself, is going to be an underlying theme for these podcasts yeah. is living more consciously bringing awareness to consciousness right so just something i talked about yesterday the idea of a diet versus not a diet versus eating healthy versus being more conscious of the choices i make conscious of what this food does to my body the impact exactly to me that's that consciousness i'm very very well aware of the fact that there's a pizza sitting here and there's a salad sitting here and which one is better? Which, yeah. Well, right. Or healthier. And, yeah. And then re- being conscious of what the food is doing to my system. Mm-hmm. That's like a, a, the newest practice that I've adopted. Yeah. I mean, that's a big one. Food. That could, that's like Yeah, that's going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have so much to touch like upon. Long. <laughs> Part one, part two, part three. I mean, I think even this, just talking about, like, what do we do? It's not even who we are. And this will, like, evolve over time. Absolutely. Because, like, it matters, but it doesn't matter. I don't know. Well, why are we doing this? Let's talk about that. What is our driving factor? What So I have here, what led us to start this podcast? What is our our motivation behind it? And one thing that I have written here that I forgot to mention is I had my own radio show for a while, and it was called Intuitively Speaking. It was on Voice America online, not on like AM or FM, but it was on the internet. And I loved doing that. I loved the whole creation around it. I loved reaching out to my guests and and getting them all scheduled and what we were going to talk about. And and it was just so much fun because I love to talk. Mm -hmm. So to me, this was like, yeah, let's do this. And why are we doing it, Jennifer? Why are we doing it? Because we like to talk to each other. We love to talk to each other. <laughs> um, I, th- I think it's a great platform to be passionate and creative and to talk about what drives us in this world to, like, the things that, I don't even, like, it's not even about sharing. I mean, it is about sharing, but that's not the only thing behind it. It's like... It's it's expressive. It's an it's a way to it's art. It, it is art. See, it's art. It is art, and it's it's something. It's thought provoking. It's feeling provoking, and if, if and we we're able to share that, which is a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. because it might you know it just opens it opens doors. It's an invitation. It's something I don't know it's an energy I imagine that you know both of one of the goals that we have is to create some kind of momentum to expand a consciousness for the listeners to recognize 
how fucking awesome they are, or their divinity, if we need to say, you know, what their divinity, mm-hmm. that you like that word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their connection to whatever it is you Whatever it is, yeah, and how do or you... What do you title that? And, and how important our lives are, I think. Like, how important our lives are and the impact that we can create just by working on ourselves. Right. That's the most important thing, is this right here. This is where literally everything happens. If you want any kind of change in the world and all the wishes that we have of, I wish this was better, I wish this, I wish that. No, we are here to, like, say, reel it in because everything happens from here. And that's kind of like where our topics are going to stem from. It's oh, like absolutely. The inner work. Anything real in the world happens with you. Right. Happens with me. Happens, you know, within. My first teacher of consciousness, when I think back, there were a lot of teachers that entered my life, but I wasn't conscious of them, was Louise Hay. And one of the first affirmations I remember reading was, I am the most important person in my life. So I adopted that without really understanding it. Well, and that's a like a that's a big one. I am the most because I feel like coming from sort of an unaware perspective, one might perceive that as selfish. selfish. Yeah. So if I say that to especially a woman, they have often responded with oh no, my children are the most important thing in my life or my husband is the most important thing in my life. Sure, they are super important, but we are the most important person in our life. And it wasn't until maybe the past year or two that I really started to understand that. And that, like you said, everything starts within. That awareness, the consciousness, bringing it back to ourselves and loving ourselves regardless of what we discover. That and we really are the most important person. So when I am, when I am in a place, I think that we could write that down: loving ourselves regardless of what we discover. I'd love that. Loving ourselves regardless. Of I'm a big note taker. I like that. That's a well, and then also that once you once you turn your focus within, not only do you realize that everything exists in there, good, the bad. everything the pretty the all that but that's where everything overflows from so yeah yeah whatever whatever relationships you have in your life are very important but when you view yourself as the most important part then you are just like giving it's like gives permission uh, and I'm finding that I'm seeing other people which is interesting because you recently said this to me and someone else who I just met with recently sent it to me, that the people that I'm with, I'm seeing as myself. Mm-hmm. Even more than just the reflection back, like when I'm looking at you, there's no separation from us. They're really spiritually, there's no separation from right. us. So when I am in this place of love and appreciation and acceptance of myself, then I come to relationships in a in a new and different and better way. In everything that you just said, in but viewing even me that way, love, acceptance, and appreciation, mm-hmm. and no judgment. Did you have that? I didn't, but you can throw that in there. Because <laughs> I love the no judgment. Okay. This is a judgment-free zone. That's the other thing. Like, we need and to have policies no. here. <laughs> the foundation, how about this? The foundation is love. 
no matter what we say. <laughs> exactly. No, it, and and I, there's no judgment. This is a no judgment zone. Once in a while. Yeah, I'm sitting <laughs> I'm there right now. I'm just kidding. I wonder how I look on that video going on right now. I'm going to look at it and go, wow, you look disgusting. No, No, of course it. not. Um, yeah, I know. I'm wiping my nose. It's running. Tissue. What are you going to do? Better You'll notice that I am very unprepared. <laughs> Shauna is very... Those are the personality differences. <laughs> I think they're going to see a lot of personality differences, but that's what makes it so yeah, unique. I... <laughs> and you and I, when I was leaving the Cambridge Hospital after 26 years, that's when Jennifer and I started to hang out. So yeah. you were with me through my transition. And we pretty much hit it off right away. Right away, yeah. Like, all of a sudden, we're having these deep conversations. I'm like, Jesus, I've known her five minutes. This yeah. is awesome. We're like, hey, let's, yeah. just, <laughs> let's just dive right in. And, um, yeah, I mean, some of my most favorite meaningful conversations have been with you. Yeah. And, like and I recently, oh, the yeah. best thing ever is that we have, and it's like my favorite thing that I've told other people about too, is we have made a commitment to each other mm-hmm. to to deepen our relationship, which was an invitation from Shauna through the work she has been doing, no matter what. Right? And it's been a little messy and it's uncomfortable. It's been a little messy and uncomfortable, but when every time that we've met each other in those places, we've always come out and with a deeper relationship. And I love it. Like, I love it so much. I can't. Words don't even. It, it's doesn't undescribable it. unless you actually practice it. Yeah. And I'm not going to go far into this because this is a whole other topic, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. We have we're so still talking. We're introducing ourselves. <laughs> and I totally lost what I was going to say Sorry. there. It's the depth okay. of our relationship. The I work that we've done. Wow. The vulnerability. It has nothing to do with my age whatsoever. Well, it's. Let's it's talk, how old are you? I'm 52. All right. I'm 40. So there, I just said it for the world. I am 52 (laughs) years old. Um, Yeah. So that whole idea of that, that open, okay, that's what I was going to say. Just came back to me. That's where people shy away. They stop and then they start to make up stories in their head. They're not willing to get vulnerable and to be really honest Mm -hmm. in a, in a loving manner because that's scary. Right? They don't want to have to deal with shame. They don't want to have to deal with well, rejection. Well, do they not want to deal with it? They just don't have the tools. Well, that, a lot of the time. That could be it, too, that they don't have the tools. And that's another thing. That and that's part of what, about. like, why we're doing this is, right. to, like, if there's any, we got an open toolbox, so take what you want. Yeah. I mean, take what you want. If, if we didn't have these tools, tools, the willingness, the vulnerability, there's a potential that we might not even be friends anymore with some yeah. of the stuff that we've worked through in the past six months. I it would be a very, it could be a very different friendship. Absolutely. At most at best. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We could dive so deep into this. And right maybe now. we'll tell you the story. And I maybe mean, because we will. They are, it's real. It is. A, it's beautiful. I, I feel like some mm-hmm. of the conversations that we've had and, and again, they've, the insight and how it's turned us back around on ourselves to look through, you know, let's look through our own eyes into the situation versus like any kind of blame. Yeah. That's one thing I, I mean, I've been trying to pull away from blaming other people anyway, but there are different levels of blame I've discovered. Yeah. And when I make up assumptions 
when I start to create a story in my head, that's pointing the finger. Yeah. That's blaming. Yeah. And I'm, I've been owning my own shit for 10 years, but never to this degree. And like I'm sometimes really owning challenge my own shit. To not, to not take things personal. Right. Yeah. And that, again, we're going to talk all about that, but that, that's been huge. Mm-hmm. Like the past year of my life is really taking responsibility for my feelings, for the assumptions that I make about people, for the stories that I'm making up in my in my head, for the resentment or the the anger that yeah. I'm allowing to grow in my body has nothing to do with anybody else but me. Yeah. And then being able to turn and look at myself, and that's one of, one of the things that I'm really hoping, has been truly healing. So my hope for this podcast is to offer the tools, the resources to, what's the word I want to use, inspire or motivate our listeners or our viewers to embrace new practices, to adopt new practices in their own life Mm -hmm. so they can find that healing that they really want. And we will talk about practices a lot because that's, that's the grounding force that elevates everything. I agree. Yeah. So, but let's, should we like go back and talk? Well, I wanted to say one thing. Questions. Yeah. We have some questions that we're going to ask each other and we really didn't have, we, I mean, I said, why don't you like know your answers before I ask you these questions, but neither one of us did that. So we're just going to wing it. But one thing that I do <clears> want to <throat> say that I want to add here at this point is we are, we're really doing this for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. And I've needed to remind myself, so I'm just going to talk about this morning, right? Yeah. So I woke up this morning and I had a lot of, lots of anxious feelings and I projected, you can ask David, I projected a little bit. And I was like, okay, we have to all set up, we have, we have to have everything perfect. And then I settled into, we're doing this because we enjoy it. And once I settled into that, I was like, okay, whatever. So Jennifer and I were texting back and forth. She was supposed to find some lights. She's like, can't I find can't the find the lights. And I just sent a laughing emoji and I said, we're just doing this for the simple pleasure of doing yeah, it. And it was just such a nice reminder. And it takes the pressure off. It does. Yeah. And I mean, now that we're doing this, it's like, it's fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything's it's fine. totally good. But I, yeah, we care though. That's the thing. It's, yes. it's just, that's in our nature, right. the caring, but it is for fun and fun does not mean that we take it lightly actually either. Well, I don't take it lightly. I am not taking any of this lightly. I'm fun just not means putting like we're connected to our heart. Like our this is a genuine our, our art. We're molding really? as we go. Yeah. Well, we talked a little bit about this the other day, the extrinsic goals versus the intrinsic goals. Mm-hmm. And I did not, I personally did not want an outside goal to be why no. I'm doing this. Well, what's the mission? Do we have that? I don't so know. So our mission, and down, you heard it this. in the intro, is, um, wow, where the hell did it go? I wrote it down. Here it is. A collaboration, and I need to memorize this. We both do. A collaboration dedicated to serving the community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Yeah. Love, trust, community, global. Yeah. You know what it is? I, When I can detach from a desired outcome, 
so when I woke up this morning, I want, I, there were things in my mind. I'm like, yep, this is, this has to be in place for it to be a success. And then once I settled into, I am doing this because I love doing this yeah, and because I want to get a message out, then all of that pressure went away. Mm-hmm. So as far as I'm concerned, success for me today is finishing this recording. That we did like, it. That's it. Yeah. Or we even that it. we started it. And that we laughed a lot. <laughs> we did. Well, and I think that's one thing that um, a friend of mine, we, me and Kara, we always say, you're killing it. No matter what we get done that day, you'll be like, you killed it today. We did and the best we could. It's great. Yeah. All of it. So, and that's what we're doing. We're killing it. We're killing it. <laughs> so we have some questions okay. that we were going to ask each other, and I'm going to start first. Are you um, asking me the yeah. question? No, I'm going to ask myself the question. Well, I mean, yes. you kind of are, because I don't have the questions. But you want okay. to see them? You want to see? No, yeah. just let's do it. All right, so let's just talk about our favorite word. What's your oh, favorite, favorite word, word, Jennifer? Oh, I thought, didn't we, we had a mutual agreement about our yeah. favorite word? Yeah, you want to just say it? One, two, three. Fuck! Fuck! Go ahead, say it. It sounds. Fuck. It feels good. Fuck. I don't. I don't feel like I like it to just blend into what I'm saying. Okay. Sometimes I'm just like, oh, motherfucker. I. I don't know. No, I, that's not my favorite word, but no. I do love using it. It's a great word. Favorite word. Well, right now, one of my favorite words is alchemy. We talked about mm-hmm. that. Oh, I think. All right, top. I. That's tough to pick a top three. I love words, but amalgamation. Whoa. Amalgamation, which is very similar to alchemy. Amalgamation, which is basically, it is alchemy. It's the combination of two things to create a result. All right, so that's So cool. the, al- the amalgamation process. I don't is, think I could say is, that. Repeat after me. Amal. Amalgamation. Gamation. Amalgamation. Amalgamation. Yeah, so it's the it's like the chemistry that creates the alchemy. Amalgamation. Mm-hmm. So joy, right? For me, that's like everything in life is joy, and in joy contains everything, like the good, bad, the ugly, the fucking demons and the angels, whatever that is. Right, so that's sort of like the amalgamation process. And then I just always think of my logo. And then the blooming is the alchemy. Beautiful. Yeah, so amalgamation. I love that word. I like the word viaduct. Oh, all right. You just went fucking history. I know, I did. I love that. I just love that word. Well, it just, that creates. But I think I actually texted you about that Isn't it? Isn't that like Rome where they had those? The viaduct, that's the, the bridge that goes over a, a piece of land. Like a, so it's water. If it could be how, water. It could be a valley. Yeah. Viaduct. viaduct. But that's not my favorite it's word. very architectural. My favorite word is love. I was going to say that, but no. All right. It really is my favorite word. Mm. When I think back, so I, I do believe that love, it's so funny because I've been saying this for years and I've never really understood why I was saying it until I started on this path and even more recently love makes the world go round love is the most powerful force in the universe those two statements I know for a fact I've been saying for most of my life as far as back as I can remember but I just said them I never really put any sort of meaning to them until you know, recently, not recently, not like the past five days, but the past few years. Mm. And love is the driving force in everything. 
and I use the word love a lot. Even like on social media, if something is just so deep and meaningful that I read, I'll just write love, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like to me, that encompasses everything. So I've been using love my whole life. But now it's like, now it's it means so much more. It has more meaning than it did when I was just saying the words. That's kind of cool to think about when you were saying that I imagined love as an invitation in your life. So you could probably trace the origins of you using the word love back really far. Probably. So you say that you're a late bloomer. I know, right? But love has probably led you the whole entire time. Yeah. Because even the creation, you know, you had a nine to five for 26 years, right? Mm -hmm. But love led you the whole, you did that out of love to create. I mean, there is something to be said about the discipline and the dedication of being somewhere for that long, Mm. creating a life, raising children, nurturing a marriage, all of that. That's love. And that led you. And then life changes, right? Like you changed. You got older. Life was able to transition. And love still led you. I don't know. It was just a thought that I had. That no, I like it. As you're talking, I'm like going back. I'm like, Ooh. yeah. When did love appear? I, I remember specifically a time in my life where love was prominent, a prominent feature. And it was in my grandparents' basement. And there was a picture. It was like this precious moments picture. And it said, God is love. And I was raised Catholic. So that was, you know, the theme of most religions is supposedly love. So I had heard that before. I had heard, no, I don't know if I heard God is love. But when I read that, I needed to have that. I had that picture for a really long time, all through high school and everything. It was like, you know, in my window or something. I always had that little ugly picture. But God is love. That just made so much sense to me. Because God, in my heart cave, (laughs) you know, in me. Heart cave? My heart cave. Yeah, I have lots of people that live in my heart cave (laughs) that are all God, right? Um, That's everything. That's every single thing. And when I was little, it was was around that same time of awareness, I could, I felt like I could, like there was there, and that's what I've learned over time, but I actually felt this before I knew it was like an actual thing, that there was just this very thin veil between me and everything else, like the whole entire universe. So when I read God is love, that sort of all, I guess that was like the amalgamation process of awareness. That Hmm. was that marriage when I was little. I literally felt like when I, with my actual eyes, that when I looked out into like, I loved being outside in nature and everything that I just felt how connected I was with everything, and I. But I felt like there was just this thin veil between me and seeing something like God. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just thinking of just the topic of God alone and how that can be a whole conversation. Oh yeah, with us. we've talked about that. Yeah. Whoo! 
I know. I'm feeling a little emotional here. What's the best <laughs> compliment you've ever received? I just heard it, too. It was like last week. What's the best... Can you talk about that? Because I want to try to like remember, because I remember saying that was the best compliment. I can tell you what my best compliment was. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. It was a coaching client. This is actually written on the front page of my website. You know what you do, Shauna? Sometimes you make me think, and I want to reach out and slap you because of it. (laughs) And I thought, that was the best thing that anybody could say to me. And when I reflected on that, I thought, now I want someone to say to me, you make me feel, and sometimes I want to reach out and slap you. And I'll say, great. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the compliment. That is a good compliment. That was a really, that one, that one made a, made a huge impact, that compliment. Yeah. Did that spark anything for you? No, but no. another one came up. I know there was one, and I, I wonder if I wrote it down. So it was just recently. I think it's like with my, you know, my new love. He, but all right, so he sent me something. This isn't it, but he sent me something that I thought was cool. I don't know if I sent it to you. It was like, so here's the deal. When you teach yoga, <laughs> people assume you're you speak like this and that you're really, really nice and loving all the time. When you just want to say fuck. Well, and I'm just like, we've talked about this. Like that's actually not what it's about. And if you meet someone that is like that, chances are. They want to fucking strangle someone, right? Like, that's just not... Some people are soft and gentle naturally, mm-hmm. and I think you can, like, feel that. Like, that's natural. Mm-hmm. But the when it's forced, you can feel their um, rage. And so, anyway, I've never been like that, right? As, like, all the stuff that I do. I, I was a fake spiritual person for a long time when I started to learn about all the stuff. Because I thought I had to fit inside of a mold in order to adopt these practices in my life. And then I realized that's fucking stupid, right? Like it it was not serving me in any way. It actually created more karma and work that I had to do, which is fine. Um, But anyway, so I met this person right now and he so he sent me (laughs) he sent me this meme that was like and I've seen it before and other people have sent it to me but I love that he sent it to me so it's like a knuckle you know there's like brass knuckles it's made of crystals yes I've seen seen it it. (laughs) and it says like you know like I'm spiritual but I will also like punch you in the face in the throat to like realign your chakras (laughs) so I was just like wow that's pretty you know, and he wrote, ha this reminds me of you. I don't know. It was like, that was special to me. That's awesome. Yeah. That is a hysterical meme. <laughs> it is. So fun. It's true. Like, so I guess that means like, I'm, I want to just try to stop saying that. Like, it's like, I think, or I feel into this part of me that a lot of us try to hide that do want to take that those crystal knuckles and shove them into somebody's throat. That's right? <laughs> <laughs> true. I get that. Just like a little bit of brace of like, oh my God. And this is something we can talk about as well. Yeah. Right. Our, our, this is great <laughs> intro though. Cause now you're learning that we are also violent. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the light in the dark. This, 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 okay. Let me just tell you, this is Kelsey's wedding. Kelsey just got married just mm-hmm. a, like just over a week ago. Yeah, our friend beautiful, Kelsey, beautiful, beautiful magical ceremony. Yeah, 
ceremony outside. Oh, it was gorgeous. So I was sweet. a bit chilly, but it was good. <laughs> but there was one. Oh, no, I can't say that on here. Oh, why? Shit. What? There was something I just. Okay, I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but I had this urge to stand up and say something loudly. Okay. And I was like, fuck, I got to control that. So I'm aware of these different parts of me. I'm aware of that part that wants to like yeah. knuckle someone in the mouth because I don't like what's coming out of their, mm. that hole in their face. Mm. But that doesn't or mean Or they're that just I'm... invading your space oh, at the yeah. wrong well, time. That's another like, thing. who gave you permission to fucking dump on me like you said before? <laughs> and it, wa- it wasn't that I was looking to, cu- I don't know, I'll have to feel into that. But just like something came over me and I just wanted to stand up and I'm like, wait a minute, you stay right here. And then I had to consciously say, that is really inappropriate right now, Shauna. You need to tuck that back away. Oh, wow. So I want to know what it is. I know. All right. Tell me off air, please. (laughs) Kelsey's going to be listening. She's going to be like, what are they talking about? She's going to be texting me later. Right. Um, Let's see. Good questions. Those are good. Yeah, so I have some more here. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Depends on the day and the time of day. How about just today, like right <laughs> now? Um, if, if I was going to describe myself in three words or just three words that help describe part of who I am right now, full. Do you have chicken for breakfast again? No, I didn't. I mean, my heart is so full. It's so open, open that it's almost uncomfortable. So open, creative, and leader. Just that's what's in my mind. That's what's in me right now. Open, receptive, Mm. and bold. Oh, I like. Got a lot of boldness going on right now. I like now. receptive. I'm jealous. I feel oh, envious stop. that you use that. Okay, describe, <laughs> use 20 words to describe. You got to throw receptive in No, but receptive in. is, that's huge. That's it is. huge. That would be my fourth word. Okay. But put in first place. Because receptive is everything. So is love. Yeah. Well, that's part of oh, it. Oh, that full. Love contains. That yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, all right, fine. So I said it. You did. So open is giving and receiving. It sure is. Yeah. This is one, I actually want to put this on social media, and I think I'm going to. If you could have a billboard with anything written on it, what would be your message? What would you say? And why? What would be your message? What would be on that billboard and why? Wow. Have you already thought of something? No. Okay, because I'm like, and I'm sick if I could have a billboard, again, it depends on the day. I know. All right. So you just want me to go right with the now board? in okay. this moment, it would be, it would have to be something about, I mean, Mary? how do you even get the message across? All right. Let me think. Let me think. Feel into it. You want yeah. me to tell you what I would do in, with the bold part of me? The bold part. Yeah, I like that. Go. So the bold part of me would probably have a picture of me like this. And it so would say. So you would be on the billboard. It would say, wake the fuck up, people. That's what it would say. <laughs> That's the aggressive part. I love That's it. That's that bold, aggressive yeah. part of me. I, I like hadn't, that. Um, 
I imagine I'm feeling into it. Love would have to maybe love makes the world go round. Or something about like posing a question. How could how could you create more love in this is just coming out of nowhere. How could you create more love in the lives of the people that you love right now? How could you create more love in the lives of the people that you love right mm-hmm. now? That's a nice message. Love open-ended questions. Mm. We're going to pose a lot of open-ended questions in our podcasts. And it would be in a circle. And then in the middle, it would you, Y-O-U. Because that's it. That's the answer. I'd have to do a play with words, but love would definitely be in my on my billboard. Mm-hmm. But some message around love. With or, like a middle finger to draw attention. Yeah. You got to want to catch their yeah. eye, right? Yeah. That's All right. interesting. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. So our message would generally be the same. It would be about love. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that was that's an interesting one. Here, let, let's go. Let's go a little bit on the negative side for a second, because right. I actually just thought of something the other day when I was outside with uh, Preston and the dog. What are you not very good at? And I already have my answer. I am not very good at light conversation, like a surface hey, level. Yeah. Small uh, talk. Yep, makes me tired. Me too. I want to take a nap immediately, and I want to pretty much use those chakra knuckles to like either stab my eyes out or whoever is trying to have this conversation with me. I love the violence. I love it. (laughs) Go deeper. Go home. (laughs) I'm not tolerating this surface level bullshit. That's it. I agree with you about that Mm -hmm. one. What I've never been really good at is throwing a ball. Okay. So we were outside. Preston was up on the deck and he's like, mom, throw me May's toy. I'm like, I can't throw it from here. There's no way. Like, I just cannot throw. Football, baseball, forget it. I've just been awful at it my whole life. Another thing that I've been really not so good at that I think I want to improve on, which I probably won't, is cake decorating. Oh, that's pretty fun. I follow the hashtag cake decorating on Instagram. Yeah, you told me that. I'm like blown away. There's actually, I'm going to share with you, I found a cake decorating. I don't know if it was a page or a hashtag. Where this, I think it's a woman, puts real flowers. Oh, yeah. But, like, they're sticking out of the cake. Yeah. But they're flat. Like, they're pressed flowers. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool looking. That's a cool one, though. And pies. Like, pie tops. Like, decorating the top of a pie. I mean, I love to bake, but those things elude me. I guess, you know, I probably would not be great at that either. I just don't have a desire. Jewel, I, I wish, I feel like I'm really bad at making jewelry. I've tried that multiple times. Yeah. And I, it's just, I'm not great, that's for sure. What is something you want people to know about you that you haven't already mentioned here? I don't, I mean, I think I mentioned it briefly, but I am a mother of two children. Yep. Um, Lucy and Michael. They're 11 and 15, and they, my kids are a, a very big part of the driving force behind my passions in life because I want to model a life that inspires them to live in their hearts. 
Nice. Yeah. Something that you don't know about me that I haven't mentioned. I will not get into my bed unless it's made. Absolutely will not. And those sheets need to really? be tight. Tight, tight, tight. <laughs> and even if it's like the middle of the summer, which I, I am like a top of the bed summer, no fan, no AC oh my person. God, I no love fan. the heat. No, no. All right. That's two um, things. But even, no even then, the and bed has sheets. to be made nice and tight. I'll get in it, and then I'll throw the covers off. Wow. So that's something you don't, you don't, you haven't known about me. So let's see. Did we get through all these questions? Oh, let's do this one last question. Oh, wait, there's two. So the questions are, and you can decide which one that you use. What makes you feel inspired? Or if you could travel back in time and talk to your teen self, what would you say? Hmm. What makes me inspired? Is that what you said? What makes you feel inspired? What makes me feel inspired? And then if I could travel back. Hmm. I don't know if I would have that much to say. I think I would just hug her. What makes me feel inspired? My practices. Yeah. That's usually either reading. I was just going to say reading. Sacred book, writing, exercise, meditation, mm. deep conversations, <laughs> affection inspires me I've noticed connection inspires me Mm -hmm. and that goes back to the surface level conversations versus deep meaningful conversations I I am attracted to that energy of connection the back and forth is very Mm -hmm. inspiring to me when you're when I'm having a conversation with someone that is pretty much on the same wavelength even if we obviously are thinking different things, but like in the conversing right. is usually like I get so many like ideas and I get it. That's very exciting. It sparks a lot of inspiration and passion. Cool. Yeah. If I could go back and talk to my teen self, I would fall onto my knees and beg her to stay the hell out of the sun. Aww. Stay out of the sun become a shade dweller in your teens you will thank me when you're 52 years old and i would i love that you even think about stuff like that like I would because not, i'm dealing with you like don't shave your legs when you're this age because who cares yeah i didn't think about that stuff. i never thought about that one i yeah. was dying to shave my tell legs. guys to go fuck off well what i was going to say was Sorry. tell don't apologize well like no offense no you listen if you get offended easily, this might not be the best <laughs> thing to listen to. Right. It would be to basically say fuck off to everybody. Yeah. And to just be authentically me and not, I mean, yes, we do care about what our loved ones think and say. We got that. But to let the that habit or that desire for judgment from others to just let it go, to live fully into my spirits. Huh? This whole documentary was about how he, like, just shows up, does something amazing, and leaves. That's awesome. And that's what he is doing with his popularity, so yep. to speak. Yeah, But he is living his life authentically him. Mm. And he is creating a space for people to feel better about themselves. It's so – it was wonderful yeah, to watch. I need awesome. to finish watching it. So – I guess 
if I had said to myself back then, maybe I'd be living more authentically now. I mean, I think I do, but mm-hmm. even more so. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I'm embarrassing to my kids. And then I found myself apologizing to them. And now I'm like, deal with your embarrassment. Yeah. Because this is how I feel like expressing myself. I think I would I would go back and say, be goofy. Be, yes. like, weird. Yes. Be, like, whatever. Just be way more open and not, I think the, when I think back to that age, I just feel like I was so self-conscious about every single mm-hmm. thing. And don't fucking listen to your family. <laughs> Jen, this is really important. <laughs> so funny we're gonna ask one we're over an hour but you know what we're gonna ask one more question okay because this one really kind of threw me (laughs) how would your parents describe what you do well that's interesting (laughs) um hmm very briefly I mean my mom's like actually crazy schizophrenic sorry anybody that has that but I live with that, but and that's, that's what I true, call it. Right? True, right? That, yeah. that is a diagnosis. Yeah. Well, crazy is not a diagnosis. No. That's not nice. Um, that's my experience with her. She would probably say I was, like, a the head of the mafia. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And then my dad would, oh, would be like, I don't know. I mean, she's, like, <laughs> into some kind of, like, health thing. Yeah, that's it. I think. <laughs> Text Shauna. Ask her what is it the hell she does. That's your mom? No, that's my father. That is your dad, okay. What the hell is this woo-woo stuff that you do? <laughs> I don't think they quite get it. Right. And, and, and yeah, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I've had my mother actually say, what is it? I saw so-and-so, I met so-and-so today, and I was telling her about it, but what is it that you do? And believe me, Madeline and Kevin, I'm not making fun of you, because I think a lot of people um, are challenged by this. I think the, a great description of what we do is we're teachers. Yeah. Yes. I like to look at myself as an agent for self-healing or an advocate for self-healing. Yeah. Advocate for conscious living. In, and that's a pretty broad umbrella, and that's okay, too. Right? Well, it's kind of like why we're doing this, though, so people can, like, get to know. Right. Yeah. And then it goes back to the horse with no name. Yeah. And that said, if you want to find me, find my name. Shana my name my Shauna Gulbrand. Facebook, Instagram, uh, website, email. Well, not email, but. It's all under my name. But you can email her through the yes. website. Yes. Yes. On social media. Yeah. Mine's just look up Journey Om Yoga and you'll find lots of stuff. Yes, you will. Yep. Wow. That was pretty good. That was our first one. You think we're done? I mean, I could just keep going. But, but maybe we could record a second today, one. Yeah, we could yes. actually. Yeah. Woohoo! We're excited, except I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think I got to pee. We got to pee. Peace out. So it was great. Um, Welcome. We hope you listen. 
tune in. Share. 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 Yes. Share. And reach out, too. I think, honestly, like, find us on those different, like, whether it's social media or it's um, websites or whatever. Reach out and just let us know what you want to hear, what you like, what you don't like. What questions you have. Yeah, yeah. Let's be Topics you want to talk about. Oh, comment. It's on YouTube. Comment on YouTube. We love comments. Share, share, share. We love constructive feedback as well. And we love sharing. And we do love sharing. So share. So share. Damn it. <laughs> and not share like C-H-E-R. Oh. Share. If I could turn back time, I wouldn't marry Sunny. Ooh. You don't think she would have? That was from a Wayne and Garth thing. <laughs> okay. Love, love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs>